Gray, a John Maxwell Certified Leadership Coach. Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership, where we discuss everything pertaining to life, love, and leadership. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership. I'm Tom Ray, and joining me on the line is my friend, Scott DeClaire. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Tom? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, but look, uh, before we get into discover a lot more about Scott, um, I always open the show with an attitude of gratitude. And, and today, I'm thankful for laughter. Uh, laughter is such a powerful medicine. Uh, it, it's amazing what it can do to a room uh, when, when people uh, just get in that laughter mode. It relaxes people. It, it uh, brings joy to people. And, and by the way, my word for the year is joy. And not joy for me, but me helping others experience joy. Uh, so uh, that's my task set before me this year. But anyway, that's my attitude of gratitude is laughter. Scott, what about you? Uh, that's a great question because uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. I mean, I could definitely say my wife, my kids, just my support system. Uh, you know, getting into the music journey was kind of difficult to say, like, should we really do this? And my wife was a huge, huge part of just pushing me forward. Um, one thing I've, I've been thinking about is um, just the simplicity of remembering what Christ did on the cross for me. Um you know, it's, it's easy to sort of like, just push, like push it over as cliche or something that's simple. But in reality, I, I believe that if we really grasp what he's done for us, and we could find that, as you say, attitude of gratitude for what he's done, mm. we're going to understand the love that God has for us. And it's going to bubble up. And then we're going to love others. And the Bible says that if we can really love others, then things like jealousy, envy, that's not that's not going to be there because you're going to be loving people. Yeah, that's powerful. If we could learn that one thing, it would change the world. Yeah. Right? I, well, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's so good to have you on. Um, you and I, we go back a, a, a few years back, and uh, uh, I think we found each other uh, – uh, I think you came to our church, right? Yeah, I came to Evangel uh, for a ministry, um, uh, inner healing ministry, and yeah. and uh, you were doing worship, and I think we just connected, and then uh, you heard that I play guitar and things like that, and you kind of, you mentored me really on that, um, and uh, let me play, let me play with you guys. You had some really talented musicians, so that was really fun. Yeah, it was great, and I appreciate your heart and uh, and in uh, the connection we've had. And you look a lot like our oldest son, Ricky, uh, which is yeah, great. Yeah, we took a picture. <laughs> yeah. I remember we took a picture. Uh, uh, yeah. Especially in, in the last few years, you know, the way you've done your beard and in, in your in your head and everything, and it just looks a lot like our, our son, Ricky. But anyway, um, there's a lot of more stuff going on in your life right now that uh, we'd like to bring to the forefront. But before we do, we'd just like to kind of have you give it the opportunity to, to tell us who is Scott DeClaire? 
Um, I am a father of three. Um, I have a, a wife. We've been married married for, uh, oh boy, I'm going to get in trouble. This is going to be 12 years this year. Um, so 11 years, uh, I believe. <laughs> Might be a year off there. Um, but uh, we have also have a dog. We have a golden doodle. I'm not sure that was the best choice. It's kind of, it's like my biggest kid of the house. Um <laughs> But I, I've children. I've been a children's pastor for um, almost ten years. I uh, did some youth ministry, um, and so always. I grew up in the church, so I always ministry was just a part of life. Um, my dad was a pastor, an associate pastor, so I was just really ingrained into me to number one be in church, be in the community, but um, but also to be involved. So uh, since the time I was 16, I was doing children's ministry. And um, so, yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. I, I also have a full-time job right now. Um, so in addition to the music that I'm working on, uh, uh, I work at, uh, well, now it's Stellantis. I usually tell people Chrysler because more people recognize that. Nice. Uh, so real quick, where did you meet your wife? We met in school. Uh, we met in technically we met in sixth grade, but I was the new kid and nobody talked to the new kid. So I had like one friend in sixth grade, but we uh, we grew a friendship in junior high. Um, and in ninth grade, I realized that I I couldn't really do life without her because there was this thing that happened in ninth grade where she got really mad at me and she wouldn't talk to me and that bothered me. So I realized that there was something more than just a friendship. Like I, like I needed her uh, to be there. <laughs> and uh, so from there it, it sparked a romance and um, we got married my senior year of college. Um, and it's just been, it's been a lot of highs and lows and I would ne never tell merit people that marriage is easy marriage is work um but love i believe is is not a feeling it's an action yeah uh, it takes an act of will you know christ died for us but he didn't he didn't feel like dying i mean th there's a story in the bible where he was he said father if there's another way to do this let this cup pass from me yeah but his love which I, I believe is an example for all of us to try to follow, try to emulate as best we can. His love was an action. It wasn't a feeling. And he uh, loved us even when it was hard. And that's um, sort of been our mantra in marriage. There's been some highs and lows and a lot of struggle, but um, we've, we've made it to the other side. And, and I believe for good things, for really good things to come out of the next next couple of years that that's incredible I, I have to do a quick plug here because uh it, it it's on the same topic um the real leadership company is is hosting fight for your marriage conference friday march the third at power and praise worship center in hazel park uh, and for more information just contact me um, at tom at realleadershipcompany.com 
I think that's the best way to, to find out about that right now. And I'll put more information about that in the description of this podcast. So sorry for the shameless plug, but um, it was on the same note. And uh, no, that's good. I mean, it's it's an important topic. I think the family unit is really being attacked yeah. in our society. And uh, the more that we can support the family unit, I think the better off our country is going to be. Amen to that. Okay, so there has been um, one ding after another on my phone. And it's every, like, few days you're dropping new music. Um, (laughs) It's as if... um, you've you've turned on a faucet and, and can't turn it off. So kind of give us a little background on what's going on with you musically and and what are you doing or even the, the songwriting process. Kind of share a little bit about that with us. Sure, sure yeah. It, it's been a ride. It's been a lot of learning over the last year. Uh, in 2022, I started launching music, actually releasing music to the public, on youtube apple music spotify all the streaming platforms and it was uh really my little brother and my wife pushed me to move forward i'd been writing probably since i was 25 started writing um shared a couple songs in church but but not putting the music out mostly because i didn't know how i mean i I'm limited in my instrumental abilities. I I play guitar um, and I'm still working on this, still trying to get better at it. But uh, to, in my mind, I was thinking, well, to do an album, like you need musicians and you need time and you need recording studios and all that. And it just felt daunting. So I, I never really did it. My brother had his friend, uh, produce my first song. I had never heard of what, like a producer that you could have somebody coordinate all that and produce the song. Um, and he produced my first song, my first release called in the dark. Um, and it's a story that was sort of, uh, it was inspired by my son's journey with, he has a cleft lip and palate. He was born with a cleft lip and palate. And just that sort of struggle of, feeling like you're in the dark, but deciding that you're going to praise God anyway. Mm. And it was inspired by the story of um, Paul and Silas when they're in prison. They're in the darkest part of the prison and they, um, they just decide to worship while they're there. And that's when the chains fall, the prison doors open. Um, they didn't do it. They didn't worship God in order to get free. They worship God because he was worthy. And that, after worshiping, then they became free. Um, So it was really just this story of, I'm going to praise God anyway, even in the dark. And so we released that. And then it's just like, hey, let's let's keep going. So I looked for producers. I worked with seven, seven different producers last year to record nine songs. Um, And I was just trying to figure out the industry, trying to figure out what what we can do. the songwriting part to me is is definitely the easy part. Um, I'm pretty good with composing as far as just like chord structures and progressions. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of going in the weeds, but yeah, um, well, this is good. The writing part to me is the easy part. Uh, I do, I do, I have learned that co-writing 
is even better because then you use other people's strengths within the writing process. And that has been eye-opening. So now pretty much all my rights now are co-writes, um, or at least I'll have a song start and then I'll bring somebody in that I know is, is really good and we'll finish it. Um, because the songs get even better when you get more people involved. And it's really cool. It's like the body of Christ. Like everybody has different gifts and talents. And when you meld them together, you can go way farther than you can go by yourself. So I've really learned that I don't have to do it all myself. That was a, a big thing. I mean, I'm a firstborn perfectionist a little bit, <laughs> grew up that way. And I really had to get some inner healing in my life <laughs> to break that perfectionism still working on that part, but it's a journey. Um, but you know, I always felt like I had to do things on my own. Like I wanted to have that sense of accomplishment. The thing is you can have that same sense of accomplishment, but bring people along and yeah. that's even cooler. Like it's even better for a better product, but it's also better because you're making, you're giving a sense of accomplishment to more people. Um, so that's been a real big teaching moment for me is that I don't have to do everything myself. Uh, there are people who have gifts and talents that, that aren't what my gifts and talents are. And together we can make something beautiful. Um, and that, that community aspect is, is really important in the music industry so I've made a lot of great connections, great networking, and I feel like the music's getting better. Um, this year, I really feel like the music's going to be uh, amazing compared to last year. I was just kind of figuring things out. That's awesome. So many things. And, and some leadership principles there that you heard. Um, some great stuff in, in uh, achieving your dream. And, and one of those things is is your dream is bigger than you. And, and it brings other people in, which makes you better. <clears throat> it challenges you to uh, to grow. And because you're presenting your music to uh, your peers, uh, you know, to help craft it, you want it to be the best it can be. So they take you seriously. And, uh, and then they want to jump on board and say, Hey, yeah, what you're doing is really cool. I want to be a part of that. And then it snowballs from there. Very cool stuff. Uh, it resonates with me being an artist myself and and have played and produced and recorded and, and all those things uh, throughout the years. Um, I certainly feel where you're at and I'm excited for you because it resonates with me. Would you say that you have an album out? Do you have a title of an album or is it just abstract with just these bunch of songs on this journey uh, so far? There, there's no album per se uh i did i i really single singles uh, it's kind of the name of the game in the industry now is it's really singles based um so i release singles along the way and my goal is to release a single every six weeks um <laughs> and that's sort of the goal um it's kind of lofty but it's it, it i was able to do it last year i'm hoping to be able to do it again this year i do think though there's still a story that is interwoven throughout the singles that have been released. And that's been the coolest part for me is, is seeing that there's, there's cohesiveness in the, the story that's been built. Um, and, you know, I want to be able to share it. Like the dream is to be able to share it with as many people as possible. When I was going in, my, my goal was, and I, and I was serious. I was, if one person's life could be changed for the better, 
you know, could come to know Christ or, or just find freedom and victory. Maybe they already know Christ and just find victory over something that that was enough. And God, I think, I think I was challenged a little bit in that to dream bigger. Like, yes, one person is important, but can't God do bigger things than we can even think or imagine or dream. And so that was, I had to, I had to have a little mindset shift. I got some coaching and the guy's like, you know, do you want to, um, you know, write a bunch of songs and work for a publishing company or would you want to go around the country and have a label sponsor you to, you know, do, go on tour and things. And I feel like there is a real story with these songs that goes along with the music it's just it's not just i'm creating music like there is a message and a story that i want people to grasp and that story to to me it's it, it's been really cool because i didn't i didn't go in with the story i went in with just my thoughts and emotions and and what i wanted to say to god and and my questions at times and my struggles and what I found was that the music has created this story of recognizing the struggle, but also knowing the truth of God's word at the same time. And unfortunately, I think we, we go to two extremes. One is, you know, I am who I am. I, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. That's just the kind of person I am. You just have to deal with it. I just have to live with it. That's just what's going to be. That's one extreme. And the other extreme is, well, Jesus died for you and he took all your pain and he took all your shame. Now, that's true. But from this extreme standpoint of you should never struggle and you should never question, you should never doubt. And what I found in my journey is that there's something in the middle. Like we can recognize the struggle and still know that God loves us and cares for us and know that there's truth that we can be changed that we can find freedom and victory and and we don't have to live in what we're in at that moment and one of the stories in the bible and and i'm sorry if i'm talking a lot but i'm really oh. passionate about this is um is elijah and he and he's one of my favorite bible characters but actually my favorite story is after everybody knows a lot of people know the story of you know where he calls fire down from heaven on the mountain my favorite story is after when he runs away and he's afraid of the queen and cause they, they all want to kill him. Right. So he's afraid and he's talking to God and he's just being raw. And he's like, God, there's nobody with me. I just want to die. You should just kill me. I just, I just want to die. And what I, in this, in this, just this journey I've seen in that story is that God never rebukes him. <laughs> he, he doesn't yell at him. He, he allows him to have a moment. He gives him a meal. He lets him sleep it off. He, he, get, he gives him everything that he needs right there. And then he meets him. Right? He's, he's, he brings his presence to him. And then he tells him, now go. So, like, to me, there was, it was okay to struggle. It was okay for Elijah to struggle. But then at some point, God said, all right, now you need to trust me. So it's it's two pieces. It's it's okay to struggle, and we need to trust God. That can work together. 
And that's really been the story of my music is recognizing the struggle, but always in light of God's word and his truth. There's, there's a Christianese uh, for, for those who are sick. And we say we're catching a healing um, and, or we're faithing it till we make it faith it till you make it instead of faking it. <clears throat> so we're, 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 we're coming from the, perspective of we're going to be healed or we're going to be better. Uh, we may not be right now. And that's the truth. This is where we're at, you know, and, and even with uh, David in the Psalms, I mean, the great lamentor, David, right? You know, my distress is I cried upon, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me say, deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue, you know, oh, what a wretched person I am, you know, and, and just coming from this loathing uh, space in his life. Um, but then there's uh, another portion where, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name, you know. And uh, so there's this uh, difference in, in the, um, in the, in the, in the uh, attitude of that person. Um, and, and so that, I think that that's kind of what's going on with you. So you're, you're sharing, look, this is where I'm at or where I've been. And you may be there too, but don't lose hope because I often tell people the sun is going to shine again. You know, you may be yeah. dark, but eventually the sun is going to come out again. And and so, um, and if if we if we look for the sun, uh, sometimes we don't look for it. You know, right. and that right. could be uh, S U N or S O N, uh, but <laughs> you know, uh, you know, he will come and, and minister to us if we we'll allow him to do so. Uh, and sometimes we need help. You know, you mentioned even with your music having people come along and, and helping you along the journey. Um, and I think the same thing goes with that um, when we're going through something, um, you know, mental health, that that word um, or that title rather has kind of been taboo for many years, but it's starting to become uh, a little forefront now into a place where it's it's more normal uh, for us to talk about dealing with the mental health issues that that we face with, um, you know, depression and, and uh, uh, anxiety and, and fear and and all those things. Uh, certainly, as believers, we want to believe that you know God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, of love, and sound mind, and all of that. But um, at the same time. You know, this is currently where a person is, as you shared the story with Elijah. You know, it was the the season that he was in. And yeah, hopefully uh, we'll get a new breath of fresh air. We'll see the sunrise. We'll say, okay, today is the day that I'm going to come out of this funk and, and uh, go on to the next thing. So sorry to go off on a rant on that. But anyway, you don't have a title of, a, of an album but you do have titles of songs. So why don't you share us a couple of titles and then maybe share what song do you like? The okay. Best? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I already shared about In the Dark. That was the, the first single and that was uh, definitely one of my favorites just from the standpoint of it was written during a, a struggle. And I, from a standpoint of just not understanding sometimes what, what's happening, like thinking that there should be a miracle in a certain way that you don't understand, but, but really 
Malachi's life is now a multitude of miracles. Like it's miracle after miracle. And one of the miracles is that song. And I believe that song can be really powerful for, for people who are, feel like they're in the, in the dark and alone to hopefully have enough hope to say, I'm going to trust God anyway, because like you said, the sun is going to shine again. The miracle might not have happened the way I thought it should happen, but it is going to happen. If it's not good, God's not done. <laughs> I really like that, but I, um, I think it's true. If it's if it's not good, it's not God's not done. There's something left in the story, and for Malachi, I, I believe there's something brewing in his life that that I don't even know um, for his future. He's he plays the, he's starting to learn how to play the piano. He's very musically inclined. I don't know if that's going to be what it is, but there's something that God's going to use his story to touch people in a in a big way. And Malachi is Malachi is my middle guy. He's seven years old. He's the the one that was born with a cleft lip and palate. Right. So, yeah. Okay, great. And the next one, um, I have a song called "It's a Miracle," and that was inspired by my wife's mental health journey. Um, she struggled with uh, self harm, depression, and mm. and it's a song of hope. Um, it's it's also just kind of shares the story to kind of to your point is sometimes we need help and the, the one of the verses in that song talks about you know just needing to expose the darkness so that we can find the light mm -hmm. and that comes a lot of times with therapy counsel just getting the help that we need to to find that perspective and uh, for my wife that was the journey she she had to get some therapy she, you know she um, had to get some help and she's come around on the other side of it. And she actually co-wrote the song with me with a couple others. Um, so that was a really special, right? Just because it was kind of a, uh, I guess, closing the chapter on that part of her life. Uh, and that was, that was a really cool experience. Um, the most popular song that people have, held on to or grabbed onto is called war of thoughts uh it's a song i actually wrote in march of 2022 and it was written right after i started the music journey right after i started releasing things um, i started to get this feeling like what if you're not good enough you know what if you don't sing good enough what if you don't play guitar good enough um is this even worth it and i started to get those thoughts so i I wrote this song because at the same time I got those thoughts on the other side, I had these thoughts. Well, isn't God big enough? <laughs> um, like if God wants it to happen, he's going to make it happen. <laughs> um, and so I wrote this song about how basically there's always these warring thoughts. You know, there's always these negative thoughts that come in that are warring against what God says about who we are. And, the epiphany to me was that we get to choose which voice is the loudest. Mm. We get to choose which one we listen to. Yes. And so the song is really a declaration to say, you know, these, these thoughts are warring, but I'm going to choose to let go of the fear and the doubt and to choose what your word says about me. And the song blew up. I mean, it was really surprising to me. Um, I haven't done any promotion on YouTube to this point. Uh, and I was, I was getting really, I was struggling a lot 
uh, we, we released that song and it had like 300 views, which is pretty normal. Like a normal release for me would have three to 500 uh, views. And it was Sunday. So we released it on Friday. It was Sunday and it had that, that amount of views. And I looked at my wife and I said, like, what are we doing? Like, this, this isn't going anywhere. And she said, well, have you prayed about it? My wife is really good at <laughs> at uh, putting setting me straight. <laughs> so she said, well, have you prayed about it? So we prayed that night. We said, God, I like I need to know. You know I need to see something like I, I need you. There's there's no way I can do this on my own. I don't understand these algorithms. Like, I just need you. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. So the next morning, it was at 3000 views. And from that point on, it would have like 3000 views a day. And I just uh, last month passed 100,000 views. Wow. And I have nothing to set my hat on other than we prayed. So now I pray on, on every release. It hasn't happened again yet, but <laughs> I pray on every release. I say, God, do what you want to do with it. Um, but uh, but I look at the stats, and right around 10 or 11 is when we prayed. And right around 10 or 11 is when I hit the algorithm. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> it is. I mean, I don't have any other explanation for it. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I do think that people resonate with that. I think a lot of people struggle with not thinking that, not knowing if they're good enough and this sort of fear of failure, which I dealt with for a lot of my life, this fear of failure. Yeah. And probably just even recently, I've learned to, to try to look at failure from a different perspective. Failure is not a destination. Is yes. part of a journey. Is part of the journey. Yes. And if we look at it that way, uh, then we look at failure as a growth opportunity for the next phase in life, and that's great from like a leadership development kind of perspective. I think because I think a lot of people look at failure as a destination, and then we that if we look at it as a destination, then that's who we are. It's our identity. We are a failure, not we failed. We are a failure, and that is that is the place we do not want to be. We want to be at a place of, yes, I failed, but I'm not a failure. I'm a success. I'm going to learn from that. And the next time it's not going to happen. And that's, that actually, it connects with a verse from the Bible that, um, that, you know, you know, um, Pastor Simon, he shared with me once, which is a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. And that is the key is, is, is failure is not, it is not the end failure determine it. Failure is really a light on what kind of person we are. Are we a righteous person? We're going to get back up the next time or, or are we the fool who continues to stumble? Mm. That's powerful. I mean, everything you said right there, just, I know it's got to connect with people where they're at. I mean, that one thought that you're because you failed doesn't make you a failure um it just means you failed <clears throat> at certain at, at that thing and that that can cannot define us and who we are um you know john maxwell has a book called failing forward um and you know learning by our mistakes and and growing through them when you talked about earlier about just that one person um yeah i i think that 
we have all got a story to tell. Even the people who are listening right now who aren't musically inclined or or who don't have a, a platform, so to speak, but we can still make an impact in someone's life. And we never know how many people we're going to reach. It could be three to 500, or it could be 100,000. Uh, we just don't know how that's going to happen, but we've got to be persistent. We've got to continue to move forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward, and and go after that dream, go after that that uh, that feeling deep down inside it just says you know there's still more there's still something greater that that needs to happen uh, in my life and or for others um and we have a dream big workshop that we've uh, done in the past and it's taking people through the process of of thinking of, about the dream uh, dreaming in the movie um i can only imagine um, the the young man there who's Bart Millard from the the band Mercy Me, so it's a true story, but his father really squashed his hopes of dreaming. And, and so maybe a lot of people have had that throughout their life or they've had one failure after another and they've decided I can't dream anymore. And so they stopped dreaming. Um, another thing is, is like you mentioned, Scott, about uh, the fear of failure. And because I think I'm going to fail, I don't even try. You talked about this, this journey with making this music and how daunting it has been or how daunting it would have been um, and, and allowing that to keep you stuck right where you're at. But you've you've kicked through that and you've learned so much through this process. And there's probably some things you'll do different moving into this year than you did last year, or probably some practices that you picked up from this journey of the last year, and you're going to apply it to this year. So that's some of the great powerful things that, that comes as a result of moving forward and going after that dream that you've been called into. So so what's next for you? What what do you look what's your big dream here with your music? Where do you want it to go? Uh well the big dream definitely is to be able to share that story, right? Just to be able to to uh get it out there to as many people. And and the best way in the industry, <laughs> what I've learned is the best way is to play live, to actually go places and play. Um, so I'm, I'm reaching out to festivals, reaching out to churches, trying to see where I can play and um, what I can do. Uh, my home church is very supportive. So, um, you know, they've talked about, you know, wanting to, to maybe do a concert. So that, that would be cool if that was to, to happen. So, um that's that's one one thing i'm doing uh, another thing that i'm doing is like you said i've learned a lot over this past year uh and so i really want to give back to artists because i've what i found is there's a lot of artists who are at the same part point as me where they're like they they have all this music they'd like to get it out but they don't even think they can they just don't know what to do so i'm developing right now it's still in the works i haven't released it yet um, but I'm developing right now a workshop for beginning beginner artists. So it'd be like a beginner's guide for songwriters and artists. That's what I'm calling it. Um, and uh, it's just be like a workshop of all the things that I wish I would have known before I started. And I'm still learning. So this workshop is probably going to develop over the years. Uh, and the music industry is always changing. So um, I'm I'm hoping to really be able to jumpstart new artists. 
so that they don't have to struggle through all the things that I did, <laughs> did the first year. And yeah, that's that's kind of the, the goal right now is to keep getting my music out, but also help new artists that, that don't know where to start. Yeah, uh, that would have been helpful for, for us, for me back in the day. Uh, we, we hand wrote our, our bios and, and sent them off to, to record companies. And, uh, and they, well, thankfully, they actually sent a letter back and said, we're not looking for this right at this time. But unfortunately, they didn't tell us, look, what you're doing here, this is not right. Right. If they would have yeah, just shared like what you're doing, you know, stop throwing the, this mud at the wall and see what sticks because it's mud. We need some something of more quality. And, and when you're just starting out and you don't know any better, I was 16, 17 years old when I when I got started, you know, making music out I like that. And, you know, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, or you don't know what they're uh, desiring or what they're hoping for. So that is very, very good stuff uh, to help uh, people. If, if that would have, if I would have had somebody in my life back then saying, hey, no, you don't want to do it that way. You want to do it this way. Uh, this is the proper way to do it. This is, this is will help you get through the door. Um, and then, of course, your craft or your artistry will tell the, the difference from there. But uh but yeah, that's kind of where it starts, and that's powerful that you're you're getting ready to do something like that. Um, and, and so, do you, do you have any dates of anything coming up currently, or do you have um, uh, contact information where people can book you? Yeah, um, I have. I do have a website, so you can definitely contact me to book me. Um, uh, so my email. Oh, I'll, I'll give you all the contact information you can put in the show notes, I guess. But. Um, my email is just scottdeclarejr at gmail.com, so that's very easy. Um, I don't I don't have any shows booked officially yet. I do have a couple in the works that aren't nailed down yet. Um, I'm hopefully going to be at this uh, festival in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's like a mental health type festival. I'm really, really excited about that one. And I actually, I did one last year also in September in Nashville. Um, a, a mental health festival. So I've, I've done a couple of those and, and then I believe there's going to be another one this September as well that I'll be at. Um, so right now is a great time if you want to book because all the festivals are opening up and I'm trying to, you know, uh, trying, trying to book uh, this year. So if you want me, you got to give me now. <laughs> Emails, the best, probably the best way, scottdeclarejr.com. There's also a contact on my website, scottdeclarejr.com where you can, um, it, it'll send it to my email so you can contact me off the website as well. Um, I'm also on the socials, so you can DM me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere. That's great. I'm, I'm on all of them now, even Twitter. I'm just awesome. join Twitter. Awesome. Uh, that's a lot to manage. Um, so, uh, and then your music is on all the platforms as well, correct? Yes, my next single is March 3rd, and uh, this is the first one that will have a music video. So I've not done a music video before, and this one will have one. I'm really excited about it. It was, it was a fun write. Um, it's the story of the, basically the story of the prodigal son uh, from a different sort of way of thinking about it. And that's, all, that's always been one of my favorite stories. I mean, just reminding me of, 
again, that that same idea of you may have failed, but the Father's love is waiting for you to come right back. So you can get back up and move forward. And so for those out there that are considering doing even uh, mental health fairs um, this year, uh, this would be a great artist to have for that, um, as well as just anything you have coming up. Uh, he's, he's a young guy and uh, he's got spunk and energy and he'll come and bring it to your event. And so you want to book him for your events coming up this year and you want to do it quickly because I'm sure that his uh, calendar is going to fill up pretty soon. And, and so let's be doing that and, and support him uh, as an artist, <clears throat> if not anything else, uh, listening to his music, uh, buying it where it's available on, on the different uh, platforms and, uh, and sharing it with other people telling other people about what he's doing or or maybe how a song has resonated with you. And and if you have had a song of his that has resonated with you, uh, contact him and let him know. I mean, that is encouraging to hear when when we release something, we put something out and we're we're getting some feedback to know that we're making a difference. And and so in this case, it's him and making a difference with his music. So uh, certainly contact him and let him know. Uh, how we can be a part of whatever it is that uh, you need done this year. Um, and it's going to be great. So um, besides the song coming out uh, on March the 3rd, you said? Mm-hmm. March 3rd, yeah. Uh, which happens to be the date of the Fight for Your Marriage conference, by the way. Uh, do you have anything else that's uh, coming up on the horizon? Uh, well, definitely, if you're an artist, be looking out. Um, contact me on social media if you're interested in this workshop. Uh, if you are a beginner or or you just want some more information, um, things to to look out for. Uh, I'm I'm shooting for um, second quarter, so May, May or June, but nothing's been tied down yet. Uh, but it'll be a, an online workshop, so it'll be available to anybody. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a smaller group because I really want to be able to answer people's individual questions and give time to on an individual level. Um, so it will be limited spacing. So definitely let me know if you're interested uh, so I can make sure to get you in. Well, um, it's been a pleasure of mine having you on today and, and for you to share your heart. I'm sure you, you've touched uh, people on many different levels uh, from, from a leadership portion, from an artistry portion, from just the, the mental health piece and, and all of that. Uh, I think you've, you've connected with people uh, during this podcast and, and thank you for being part of it. Uh, for the rest of you, we thank you for joining us today. I wanted to tell you that I'm doing something new, um, something kind of exclusive. I'm developing a leaders think tank and it's going to launch uh, Monday, February the 6th at 8 a.m. It's going to be on Zoom. It's going to be a leadership think tank. If you are actively growing as a leader and you're, you're, you're reading a book or or some kind of thought that you've been uh, running with in, in your mind and you wanna share it, 
this is that platform to do that. And um, if need be, we're going to separate it in, into rooms so that just a few people are in, in each room. So each person has time to kind of share their thought. But a, kind of an incubation a think tank is the idea behind it. You know, I often read uh, some fantastic material, but I, I don't have anybody to share it with at, at given times. And, and so the best way for us to learn is to share what we've, what we've read or what we've learned. And so best way to retain it anyways. And, and so for more information on that, contact me at tom at realleadershipcompany.com. And as I mentioned, March 3rd is uh, Fight for Your Marriage. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. Uh, there is registration required. So contact me again at tom at realleadershipcompany.com and I'll send you the link to that. I also want to tell you that if you're looking for coaching or leadership development for your yourself personally or your company or your ministry, uh, certainly reach out to me at the same email address. And then I want to share with you also, I'm a realtor. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home, uh, contact me at tomrayrealtor at gmail.com, tomrayrealtor at gmail.com, and I'll be glad to help you out. Thank you so much, Scott, for joining us again today. Thanks, Pam. And then thank you all for our listening audience for joining us today on Life, Love, and Leadership.